Oh, baby, this is going to be a weird one, as Dan and I are not live, but you'll get a pretty good amount of things that you usually get from Sarah Doinks, right? You'll get some Big Ten Minute. You'll get a Carolina preview from Dan Doinks, plus much, much more. Will we talk about the Saints? What's the point? Hard to say. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my God, the Bears. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. All right, as I alluded to, Dan and I were not live this week, but let's get weird. Dan, he's going to talk about the Saints game, his perspective, where he watched the game. I, spoiler alert, did not watch the game whatsoever, and I did not watch it back didn't watch it live i don't care the bears have absolutely ruined me ruined my life but dan is going to tell us all about his experience watching a bears saints and then we'll move on quickly to carolina what's up doinkers it's dan doinks here weird setup this week bill and i couldn't sync schedules and uh, the bears fucking stink so who cares right let's just rip through this let's get through this move on with our lives Let's talk a little bit about Bear Saints. Um, Tyson Bajan might stink. Back to being bad. I don't know. He didn't play terrible. Uh, he definitely had way too many turnovers. I think what we saw and maybe kind of continue to see, he maybe doesn't have the best arm strength, I think, is, is a part of the problem. Maybe he looked a little too hard at where he was uh, you know, telegraphing his passes. I, I don't know. Uh, he looks great in spurts. He looks like he's got a lot of confidence, but I don't I don't know that I need to see him anymore. I don't know that I need to see it. We need Justin Fields out there. We need to see what he's got uh, and see get a fucking game plan for next year. I'm getting real nervous about losing the top uh, top of the draft there with those picks. Feels like the Patriots are fucking terrible. I think they're ahead of us maybe in terms of draft order at the top of the draft. Uh, Arizona, I guess. Kyler Murray coming back is good news. I don't know, man. Uh, and also, I just don't feel great about the quarterbacks coming out. Caleb Williams seems like he's falling apart. Seems like he's kind of a fucking knucklehead. And uh, I can't like Drake May. It's where Mitch Trubisky went to school, North Carolina. So I'm not sure that I can I can go back to that well. I just don't think anyone's as is impressive, uh, except for Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, but maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit there. So so let's I, I don't know what else to say about the game. I don't know if Bill even watched it. It seemed like maybe he hadn't and wasn't gonna go back to watch it. You know, the the, the Saints stink. You know, we have 
five turnovers and we lose by seven. I don't think the Saints had a penalty until near the end of the game. Um, there wasn't much going in our favor, but we we fucking lost by seven. That's pathetic. And but I will say I I, I have to eat shit. Taysom Hill had a big game. Felt like that was directed at me. If I were Derek Carr, I'd be heated. You know, he does a lot of the work. Taysom Hill comes in and throws a touchdown, catches one, ran it in. I don't even remember at this fucking point. Uh, but Taysom Hill had a, had a good game, had a strong game. Not looking up his fantasy stats, not going to do that. That's too, way too much work. So, uh, you know, ugly game, defense, whatever. Felix Jones, I think he still has uh, his severed hands, uh, still def- you know, letting him down. I, I think he dropped a pass. I don't know if it was it was maybe a fumble. I don't know. I, I viewed this game from a bar in Austin. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Austin? Austin, Texas. Uh, there were a lot of Saints fans there. Real curious of how that happens. I don't know. I don't know if they just default to, to New Orleans or maybe Dallas. Who knows? Um, I had a lot of drinks. Austin nearly killed me. It nearly killed me. I saw Grimace in my dreams. It's a beautiful city. Great food. Good weather. Lots of bars. I wrecked my body. Not erect. Wrecked it. Destroyed it. I'm paying for my sins today. Uh, But happy belated birthday to Kyle Doinks. Part of the reason why. I'm not well. Uh, anyway, all right, let's 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 finish that part of the show. Fucking bears, they're the worst. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do a little Panthers talk. We're not going to do much here. We're going to do just a quick, uh, quick review. Let's do, you know, let's do first. We'll do a quick run through of the staff. Haven't even looked at it yet. Haven't looked at it. We're going to do it live right fucking now. Uh, head coach Frank Reich uh, stinks. Not a good coach, right? I think he's all right, actually. I don't think he's a terrible coach, but uh, they're bad. We need him to be bad. Let's. Please do that. The offensive coordinator is Thomas Brown. I have never heard of this gentleman. I assume that this is just a scenario where he's the OC, but he's not calling plays. He's a son named Orlando. Orlando Brown? Isn't that an old tackle? Am I, am I making that up? Uh, Thomas does not look old enough to have Orlando Brown as his son. Let's just look through, just cruising through the staff here. There's a guy, uh, offensive line coach, Robert Kugler. 
Kind of looks like he belongs on a list. Um, Josh McCown, quarterbacks coach. Holy cow. I believe Bill had a wager on him being the Texans coach, next Texans coach. Uh, so that one might sting a little bit. Assistant head coach and running backs coach is Deuce Staley. Always liked when he pops up. He's been in the league for a while. Um, and I think he's getting bigger. So good for him. The defensive coordinator. Oh, boy. Is uh, Ejiro Evero. Sounds like one of the coach names that that Bill made up. Um, never heard of this guy. He was a Broncos DC last year. Yeah, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know. Ejiro Evero. He looks lovely. He looks very young, actually. Uh, speaking of young, senior defensive assistant is Dom Capers. Holy shit, Dom Capers is still alive and coaching? That's insane. He is a hairpiece. Uh, I don't know if it's a Oh, man, he's got something weird going on with the top of his head. Highly recommend you look up uh, panthers.com. Go to the coach's website and look up that jerk. Um, assistant defensive backs coach is D'Angelo Hall. That's cool. And special teams coordinator is Chris Tabor. Uh, he looks like, uh, his picture looks like he's maybe battling uh, a drinking problem. His coloring looks off. He was the Bears special teams coordinator for a few years uh, during the Matt Nagy era. So that's cool. But let's talk about the line. The Bears are minus four. Uh, as of tonight, I've seen three and a half as well. One of the few times we'll be favored this year, maybe against the Cardinals later in the year, uh, but we really shouldn't be favored against anyone. We're fucking trash. Over-under is 35. Ugh. Don't shame on NFL for making us all watch this game. Uh, I would take the over just in the ho hopes that you actually see points. Um, always a problem too when your team's so bad that it doesn't matter which quarterback plays. The, the Vegas will just put out a line immediately. They're like, we do not care if it's Justin Fields or Tyson Bajan. That's when you know you're in a bad spot. Um, I, I, you know, I should also mention uh, I did tell Jordan Doinks that I was no longer going to games this year, and now I have to go for work. I have a work obligation that requires me to go to this game on Thursday night. I'm not complaining. It's Yeah, I'm complaining a little bit. I don't want to go. I don't want to see this team. I'm angry. They suck. Fuck them. Uh, but I'll be there. I'll be there. I hope I see some touchdowns. Don't bet on this game, but if you did, bet on the Bears over... Um sports fans this is rick fieldsman hems and bread hems and spreads zero doinks so got a little uh, text message from bill bill doink uh, for those who don't know which bill i'm referring to and he said you know 
We're not going to do hams and bread this week, so just take it away, whatever you want to do to fill the time. And I thought about it, and here's what I want to do with this time. I want to give you the three hottest picks this week so that you can enjoy the winnings and the glamour that I feel day in and day out being a winner. That's what I'm going to give to you. This is a special week of hams and spreads, hams and bread, zero doings. I hope you enjoy these picks. Let's get started with the first pick. Hams and spreads pick one. All right. We're going to get right into it. Uh, Gray ball starting up this week, tomorrow. A little nervous. Uh, if you're listening to this, probably tonight. A little nervous over under minutes that I play. Under 0.5 is what I'm doing. Under 0.5. Might call myself injured. Uh, first pick. I got to. Here's what happened last Sunday. <laughs> um, I think I went to like four soccer games. I watched the first drive, literally the first at noon. I was home for like 20 minutes. Turn on TV, watch the first drive. The Bears marched down the field, Comet had an amazing catch, and I turned off the TV. And then I checked the score at about 130, saw the halftime score, end of the game, saw that they lost, the Bears lost. Um, I'm basing all of my decisions on the first drive. <laughs> that looked amazing. I have no clue what happened. I don't know who else scored. I don't know how anybody did. That first drive, I think we can stitch a couple of those together and we can beat the Panthers. Bears minus four is what I say, but it's minus 105. So that may move to minus four and a half. You know what? I'll take the minus four over under 39. Oh, man, I want to. No, you know what? We're sticking to this. Uh, Minus four. Bears minus four over the Panthers Thursday night. I will not be there, I don't think. I was talking a big game that I was going to be there, not going. Um, That's that's the Bears pick. Let's go to the second pick. Hands and spreads, pick two. So I went one, one, and one last week. Season, oh, I think it's 11... I don't know, 11, 16, and 4, 11, 17, and 4? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I'm winning all the, I'm winning uh, the bets in my heart. That's the important thing. Uh, Second pick, one of the hottest ones. Um, Titans versus Buccaneers. This is noon on Sunday. Titans have everything on paper. They should be good. They should be a great team. They're not a great team. The Buccaneers, I don't know. They might be the real deal. The Buccaneers might be the real deal. It's weird to say, but I like what they're doing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, let's, yeah, let's bet the Buccaneers. Minus one. They're getting uh, given a point. I I like the Buccaneers in this spot. Titans don't have what it is. It's at home. Buccaneers at home. Uh, easy pick. They want, I just, Talk myself into it. It's an easy pick. Here we go. Last pick. Hands and spreads. Pick three. Printing monies. Pick of the week. Uh, not sponsored this week. Not sponsored any week. Uh, let's go to the last pick. I uh, want to make sure I get this one right. Ah, yes. Now I remember. Okay. Here's. I watched a little bit of the uh, of the Bengals game. Now the Bengals are the real deal. 
they're starting to figure this out. What do they want? Like four in a row. Uh, I, J- Joe Burrow is like he's legit. He's like actual like pretty good player. Um, the Bengals are six and a half point favorites. I, everything is telling me that I love the Bengals here, and, which is why you have to bet the Texans. You have to bet the Texans in this spot. This Nico Collins receiver, he catches everything. He's the fat. He might be league MVP. He is unbelievable. I I am making a very large wager on the Texans plus six and a half. It makes no sense. The Bengals are unbelievable, which is why you absolutely have to ride Houston and the Texans in this spot. And there you have it. That's the analysis that you came here for. There's going to be a lot of funds moving hands this weekend. Uh, I hope you enjoy these picks. I have not swept a week yet, which is crazy. What is this week? I don't even want to think about it. Uh, this is the week I'm going to do it though. Three picks, three hot picks. We're going three and now I parlayed them. It's hot. Everything's hot. Let's go ahead and send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. that you fantasize about every Sunday, so do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Ooh, Bears Fantasy Corner. Dan's got his pick in a second. Let me throw out my pick first. This is a guy that I think is going to come through so clutch. He is incredible. He is excellent. He is Nathan Peterman. He's going to come in when the Bears are blowing out the Panthers, and he is going to go one for three for 12 yards, and that's going to be enough to beat whoever Dan is going to pick in Bears Fantasy Corner this week. Suck it, Dan. Who are you going to pick, buddy? Fantasy Corner, I have no idea. If I have to pick someone, uh, give me Velas Jones. Who cares? Probably won't score. Probably will have negative points. That would be hilarious. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you hurt. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know.
Alright, I'm going to kick off Big Ten Minute. Uh, the Illini played the Gophers at Minneapolis on Saturday. The Gophers had a first half without All-American defensive lineman for the Illini, Johnny Newton. He was out the first half. They could not take full advantage when he came in in the second half. He absolutely ripped the Gophers apart. They could not move the ball. That's not a coincidence. The Illini, though, pretty much had their backs against the wall. It was like 4th and 11 on their own, like, 12. And their starting quarterback got knocked out. Their backup converted first down, miraculously. Got another couple first downs and then threw a beautiful 30-plus yard pass to Isaiah Williams to win the game. The Illini own the Gophers. Brett Bielema is Jesus. P.J. Fleck is the opposite of Jesus. Does that mean he is Beelzebub? Is that how you pronounce it? Hard to say. The Illini are back. They're all the way back in football. They just need two out of three wins to make a bowl game. Statistically still alive in the Big Ten West. That's a joke, but actually not. Um, Illini basketball all the way back also 1-0, and actually 2-0 if you count the exhibition against number one. Kansas, things are great. It's a great time to be an Illini backer. Dan, what was your perspective watching the Gophs? All right, this is the Dan Solo Big Ten Minute, Big Ten Minute. Um, just a rough week, obviously. I, I think Bill's probably upset that he can't, uh, that we can't connect here. So he can just rub that Illini win right in my face. Um, the Gophers suck. I don't know what else to say. P.J. Fleck continues to be a clown. Uh, he can't beat Brett Bielema. Uh, the Gophers can't beat Brett Bielema. I believe he's 10-0 now. Uh, I didn't watch a minute of the game. I, I, I knew it was close. I knew it was going to come down to the end. I just couldn't do it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Georgia and Missouri instead because that's real football. I can't watch Big Ten, Big Ten West specifically football this year. Uh, so I saved myself the trouble from seeing the uh, last-minute touchdown. Uh, backup quarterback, I believe, for the Illini is what I'm hearing. Um, just pathetic. Just pathetic all around. I uh, had a few people chirping me this year, but not as bad as in the past because I don't think anybody cares. I think everyone acknowledges that uh, Big Ten West football stupid. Uh, it shouldn't be a real division. They should all get relegated, uh, and it should just uh, – you know, we just we just shouldn't even watch it anymore. Uh, but congrats to you, Bill, uh, and you only. Every other Illini fan can still eat my ass. But uh, congrats to you, Bill. I am happy for you. Bowl game back on, I think, for the Illini. Big Ten West Championship, I think, definitely still in play. So uh, that's exciting. But, yeah, Minnesota is just a, just a complete uh, disaster. They're They're disgusting. And I don't want to watch them again this year. Maybe even next year. I might just cancel them all, all you know, I might just cancel them all together. Uh, I don't really know what's going on with basketball. I, I'm sure they suck as well. Um, you know what, let's just, let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. I feel like they played this week. Big Ten basketball's back. I'm sure Bill will touch on that on his side because uh, he loves the Illini more than anyone else. He loves the Illini and I have a life. What do you guys think? I think Minnesota basketball's got to be ranked in the top 50, I would say. Um, that's what most people are saying. Uh, Minnesota won. They beat 
Bethune Cookman. I wish Bill was here to, to tell me if that was true or not. I think the real story for the Big Ten is obviously Michigan State losing to James Madison. So we just uh, we'll just talk about that. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. But once again, Bill, congratulations. You did it. God bless your Illini. Uh, Brett Bielema is still a fat piece of shit. Cats can break your heart. Have you begging, please? Begging, please. Warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits, dip sticks. Max Verstappen! Shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton! Shits and dipsticks. Ferrari! The owner of Grease Tank Racing. Grease Tank himself. Dip shits and dipsticks. Red Bull, Red Bull! Auto sports! Hello, doinkers, and welcome back to Dip Shits and Dipsticks. With your boy Grease Tank. Let me do some uh, general housekeeping here. I sincerely apologize for getting the bear schedule confused. They did not play last Thursday, obviously. They played Sunday and they got their asses kicked. Um, yeah, my bad. They do play this Thursday, though, in the toilet bowl against the Panthers, which I'm sure Bill and Dan will go into deep detail about. So I apologize for that. But that doesn't mean that there is some awesome racing happening this weekend. Two awesome races. We have a champion in NASCAR. We had a wild finish in Brazil. 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 We had a wild finish in Brazil in Formula One. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Let's start with NASCAR and the big grand, the big grand finale over at Phoenix. It was a beautiful hot day down in Arizona. And, oh boy, did that championship four get close. Remember, we had Ryan Blaney, we had Kyle Larson, we had William Byron, and we had Christopher Bell. Whoever finishes the best out of those four is the champion. Three out of those four guys finished second, third, and fourth. It could have been anyone's race. could have been anyone's title for them to win. Notice how I said second, third, and fourth. We do have to give a shout out to Ross Chastain, the melon man. He won the race, but he was out of contention for the championship. So he got points. He got the bag. He got a cool trophy. He got to spike his watermelon on the ground like he does every time he wins. Super cool. Congratulations to him. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the champion. Ryan fucking Blaney. First time ever a number 12 car wins the NASCAR championship. Second championship for Richard Childress Racing. Um, he was top 10 all day. Ran a hell of a race. He had a fast car. It was unbelievable. Uh, William Byron had the lead for a while. Carl, Kyle Larson had the lead for a while. Tight race. I believe the difference between the three were two or three seconds apart. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's kind of big in racing. Uh, it was like one or two seconds apart. But Ryan Blaney had amazing pit stops, uh, averaging under 11 seconds per pit stop. So the pit crew, 
the crew chief, the strategy, the car, the driver, everything worked out in Ryan Blaney's favor, and he finally got that championship. Not bad for going winless last year. So congratulations to him. Uh, unfortunately for Christopher Bell, his brakes exploded early into the race. Yeah, you heard me. His brakes got so hot that they they didn't even melt. They didn't even fade. They didn't even fall apart. They literally exploded. I, if you look at the replay, he, he was on the back stretch. He hit the brakes, and it looked, it, it looked like something blew up on the side of the car. The tire blew. The rim was all bent up. He uh, skidded into the wall. Um, he was able to get into the pit safely, though, which is good. But that wheel was on fire. So that was terrifying. But unfortunate finish for him. Uh, he's a young guy, though. He's got a lot of promise. He's amazing on the short track. So see him in contention next year. We know about the two Hendrick guys, Kyle Larson and William Byron. Hendrick is a powerful, powerful team. Um, legendary racers have been there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson with his seven titles. Jeff Gordon with his four titles. Um, I mean, some of my favorite Hendrick guys, Terry Labonte, love that guy. Drove the uh, uh, Cornflakes car for a while. Um, so they'll, they'll be in contention again. They had good cars. They ran very well, but... Just couldn't get it done against the number 12 car. So all these dudes are young. Kyle Larson being the oldest at 31. So the NASCAR's got a bright future with a ton of talent. And don't forget people like Denny Hamlin. Don't forget people like Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, Bubba Wallace Jr. NASCAR's got an awesome future. and I'm very excited for it. Uh, we do have to give a, a farewell to Kevin Harvick. Which, on his home track, had a couple uh, laps led. Place was going nuts. Everyone's Harvick boners were screaming. Uh, finished seventh. Not 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 the finish he wanted, but still another top ten finish for... Boys, knock it off! Another top ten finish for Kevin Harvick to cap, cap his career off. So, congratulations to him. Hell of a career. Hell of a driver. Um, can't wait to can't wait to see what he does. I don't know if he'll be on a broadcast. I don't know if he'll do, you know, like one-off races like Jimmy Johnson does. But congratulations to him. And that's the season. And I'm sure a lot's gonna happen in the off season. People change teams. People uh, retire. People come back. Uh, but. We won't see racing again until February when they go back to uh, the Coliseum over at USC, which, again, we've talked, of, we've talked about that, that race before. It's tiny. People beat the shit out of each other. And I'm already counting the days to uh, mid-February. Now let's talk about Formula One. Uh, take a wild guess who won the race uh, this last weekend. Yep, Max Verstappen. You're right. Uh, didn't have pole, didn't do the greatest. I mean, he finished in the top 10 in the sprint race on Saturday. Um, but, uh, had, had a hell of a start. Um, but let's talk about the start for a second. Um, before the race even began, they do this thing called a formation lap where all the cars get out. They're warming their tires up. They're, they're, Weaving back and forth, they're 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 doing burnouts. They're they're warming the brakes up. 
Something happens to Char Charles Leclerc's car. Uh, last I checked, it was some sort of hydraulic issue, which led to a steering failure. And he was not going fast. Remember, it's a formation lap. People were warming up and lost his steering and crashed before the race even started. I mean, Ferrari can't catch a break. <laughs> Remember, he is in contention to get like third or fourth place in the driver's championship. And Ferrari's up there for the constructors. And he didn't even complete a lap. So tough luck for Ferrari. And then the race started. Lando Norris had one of the greatest starts I've ever seen. I believe he started in like 6th or 7th and skyrocketed himself to the front. Led, the, led a couple laps for a while until Max Verstappen just absolutely dominated. I mean, I, I, I told you a while ago at this point, second place is basically first place at this point. We just give Max Verstappen every win every year. Or excuse me, every week. Um, good race overall. Um... Haas driver crashed out. Of course he did. A uh, lot, of, lot of points for, uh, for for some unknown drivers. Yuki Tsunoda from AlphaTauri got some points at ninth. Espan Ocon for, for Alpine. Uh, Pierre Gasly for Alpine. Alpine, not a bad mid-tier uh, team right now. They're, you know, they're, they're finally found in their groove. They're, they're, they're racing in the top ten. Very happy for them. Uh, Carlos Sainz, sixth. Uh, Lance Stroll for Aston Martin, fifth. Um, but we got to talk about the battle between Fernando Alonso and Sergio Perez at the end. These guys were neck and neck for the last three or four laps, battling, bumping, racing. Oh, my God, it was unbelievable. Uh, Fernando Alonso had, had, had a pass halfway through the last lap, but... You know, with the DRS and everything, Sergio Perez had, had one final shot on, on the final front stretch. And, oh boy, did it get close. I'm looking at the times right now. We're looking at less than five hundredths of a second between the two. It was a photo finish. It was unbelievable. It, it, it was a hell of a race. And both of them came out and said, that was an awesome battle. None of them had anything bad to say about each other. But it's so great to see... A battle like that it's so great to see a finish like that it was an awesome finish to the race i was on the edge of my seat with my pants off just screaming at the tv um yeah awesome race um they are not racing next weekend but the weekend after that they're in vegas and i've talked about vegas a lot vegas is going to be very cool to watch it's going to be on Saturday night instead of Sunday like it normally is. Um, they're racing on the Strip. Um, it's expensive as hell to go to. It's You probably can't even see half of it because they're racing in the city if you went. But it's going to be a very cool race. I'm very, I'm very optimistic about it. The, the course looks awesome. Um, all, the, all the pageantry looks awesome. Boys, come on. I'm recording. Thank you. Then after that is uh, Abu Dhabi. And they always finish there. That's a very cool track. They race at night there. Um, again, still a lot still, still a lot on the line between second, third, fourth, and fifth place for the drivers, second and third for the constructors. Remember, if there, there's that rumor that if Sergio doesn't, doesn't keep his second place finish in the driver's championship, he's going to lose his seat to Daniel Ricciardo. So... 
he he had a good race. Sergio did. Um, I believe Lewis Hamilton, who's the guy that's creeping up, he he got eighth, so he was able to extend his lead a little bit. But anything's on the line for these next two races, so there's still a bunch to watch. I know Max Verstappen is winning everything and running away with this, but that's that's besides the point. There's so much to watch. Remember, there's 19 other drivers. That, Ranging from top contenders all the way down to the idiots and Haas. So keep watching. Remember, pants off when you watch. It, I, I couldn't recommend it more. When you watch a race without pants, it makes the experience a million times better. So tune in in two weeks for Vegas and Abu Dhabi after that. And that's all I got. I have to go uh, take care of my dogs who think it's the perfect time to just start yelling. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Check your dipsticks regularly, and as always, grit meets grease. Dip shits, dipsticks. Dip shits and dipsticks. It's dip shits and dipsticks with Grease Tank. Dip shits and dipsticks. Serdoks. Vroom vroom. Auto sports. Oh my God, let's wrap this up. Dan has a lot to say about his cups, about the toffees, um, gray balls. He's going to talk a little bit about. We played tonight. This is Wednesday night when I'm finishing off this audio. Uh, spoiler alert, we'll talk about it next week. We might not be going undefeated this year, but that might be a good thing. Thank you so much for listening. Dan, thanks for contributing. Uh, in our own weird way this week we made this work thank you frank thank you rick fieldsman but dan close it out with all of your thoughts uh baseball talk baseball talk shocking news for the cubs this week craig council is apparently the cubs manager now giant prick always seemed like a giant prick but apparently he's like one of the best coaches in baseball I'm hearing now. I don't know if that's just a local thing. Uh, David Kaplan is just absolutely rubbing himself down over this news. Uh, I guess I kind of like it because it's a slap in the face uh, to Milwaukee fans, who are mostly Packer fans. Uh, fuck off. That is weird. Weird. I didn't even know the Cubs were looking for a new manager. Uh, baseball ended for me a long time ago, but uh, sucks to be David Ross, I guess. Uh, the Cubs are also paying Craig Council the most money ever for a head coach. He's making like an insane amount of money for someone in his position, which is good news because it signals they may actually want to spend money on players. If they do this move and don't spend money on players, then what the fuck are we doing here? So, uh, yeah, I guess that seems like great news. Cubs are going to sign Otani. And I think the rest of the free agent market sucks. So, I don't know. I think that's baseball talk. Tim Anderson is gone. That uh, would be kind of funny if the Cubs picked him up. Can you play third base? I feel like that would be a move that the Cubs could use. Uh, but... Other than that, does anyone give a shit about baseball? When I was down in Texas, there were a lot of Rangers fans who seemed pretty happy. Weird. I don't know. 
didn't didn't follow it really at all. I think it was funny that uh, they shoved it a little bit in Houston's face. I think that's it, guys. Uh, let's talk about Everton. Let's do a quick Everton talk. They uh, won, no, tied last week. They're 16th on the table, um, which is making me a little nervous. It feels like they're better than they were last year. They've won their last two matches. Uh, they tied this the, this past weekend. But prior to that, they had won their last two EPL matches. Uh, and they're one in the round of 16 for the EFL Cup. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. They won the round of 16. In my book, they're in the Elite Eight. The Elite fucking Eight. So Everton's back, uh, but somehow they're still hovering around relegation zone. They play Crystal Palace this weekend, uh, which it always reminds me of Rick Fieldsman. Bill and myself sitting in a bar watching the electric game a few years ago when they didn't get relegated. So uh, look out for that. That will be hot. Uh, I don't know. This is weird. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know how people on the radio do this. Just talking, hey, it's me on W-D-I-C-K, the dick. Brrr, the dick. But, uh, you know, I I miss Bill. It's all... That's all there is to it. I miss Bill. I think that's all I got. I think I need to get a flu shot soon. You guys get flu shots? I think that's I think that's all I got for you, friends. I think we'll be back on regular scheduled program next week. Oh, nope, forgot something. Gray balls this week, Wednesday. So you're listening to this probably on Wednesday or later. That's how podcasts work. You listen to them whenever you can. Break it up. Listen to it all at once. Listen to it nude. Listen to it on slow motion. Half speed, I think is what we call that. Gray balls. Wednesday night. I will not be there. I have a an obligation with a concert for my kid. So I'll be there. And I'm sad about it. And I'm also terrified to hurt myself playing basketball this year. But we're going to do it. I'm excited. Go Gray Balls. I think that's officially it. I love you guys. I love you, Bill. Fuck you, Bears. But also go, Bears. Fuck you, Gophers. Fuck you, PJ Fleck. Go Gopher Basketball, I guess. Go Everton. Go... I don't know. That's all I got. I love you guys. Have a great week. I love Grimace. I love Grover. I hate the Bears. Ha ha ha!
Fuck you, baby Bridgers! <laughs> Can't think of anything bad or good that happened in the last year. Uh, but you know what? We're all here together. That's what he fucking murdered cancer. That's what he did. Yeah. That's what he did. Suck my dick, cancer. Go Bears. Go Bears. Get help, Jim Miller. Jim Varney's dead. Sorry about that. I just talked to Grimace Shake. Ooh, that's so delicious. Do you want that Grimace Shake? Yes, it's so delicious. Let's go.